Hello everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is, Will Multifamily Investing Perform During a Recession? Or will the good old days of multifamily be strictly over? Well, that's the question I want to answer for you today. I also want to share two other things, and that is probably equally as important as what not to do during a recession, and also want to give you the four rules to make sure that your multifamily performs in a recession. So let's get started. I'm going to start off here. I'm going to answer the question, does multifamily perform during a recession? In a recession, of course, we have a shrinking economy. That's the layman's definition of a recession. The economy is shrinking and has done that for quite some time. Number two, job layoffs, right? We can already see the job layoffs. I'm in Northern California and you can, I can already see the headlines weekly of the tech companies laying off hundreds if not thousands of people. And I see this every week. Number three, home values and prices around the country, including where I am, have dropped three to four percent. And we're just beginning, in my opinion. And number four, stock market is tanking. This is what happens in a recession. The stock market tends to contract. Well, the last four months, we can see the NASDAQ 100 has dropped about a third, about 33%. The Dow Jones has dropped about 20%. And crypto, a whopping 60%. Which leads me to beg the question, Retirement accounts losing money. That's going to hurt you quite a bit if you have your money in 401ks. In fact, over the last 12 months, uh, 401ks have lost, get a load of this, $2 trillion. $2 trillion. So I know some of you have retirement accounts and you have experienced these losses. I feel bad for you. Uh, many of you will have, have to delay your retirement because of those losses. Which leads me to wonder, okay, it leads me to wonder, what if you would have, back in the Great Recession, 2008, 2012, that time period, you invested in multifamily? What if you did that? We put all your stock money into multifamily during that period. Where would you be today? Well, I can tell you right now, because we've done it, the property values have doubled since 2008, 2012. They have doubled almost everywhere we, where we have invested may not be where you have invested, but where we have invested, it has doubled. That leads me back to the original question again. Does multifamily perform in a recession? It's a resounding yes. And I will make this very bold statement because this is how bullish I am on multifamily. All roads lead back to multifamily. Let me explain. I'm talking in terms of a recession and how strong multifamily can be in a recession. A, Multifamily demand will increase during a recession. I can speak personally, during 2008, the Great Recession, between 2008 2009, we had a 16-month span where we increased our rents three times in 16 months. You know why? And that was during a Great Recession. It's because people stopped buying things and they stopped buying homes and they had to hunker down, so they rented our apartments. So that increased the demand for apartments and the rents went up almost immediately, overnight, once the 2008 crash happened. It will likely happen again because housing is a necessity. 
discretionary spending is discretionary. You cannot afford not to pay your rent. So uh, everyone needs housing. Everyone doesn't need to buy a house. Everyone needs to at least have a rental. B is rents will probably tend to go up. And that's because of the multifamily demand will put a squeeze on the current supply in this country because we do not have enough housing units for everyone. So as, as people tend to stop buying discretionary things and hunker down and rent apartments, yours and ours, that will put a squeeze on the current supply. The demand goes up with a consistent supply. Guess what happens? Rents go up. How do we know that? Well, look what happened during the pandemic period. During that great period of volatility, uh, all of our students, including ours, went way, went way up, probably five to 10% during that time period or even more. So again, the demand will be greater than the supply we have today. So the rents will probably go up during the recession. And C, investor desirability will continue to go up. And why is that? Well, let me, let me just challenge you with this question here. Please name for me a better investment than multifamily in a recession. Please share. Is it stocks? No. Is it crypto? No. What is it? It's multifamily. So I hope I established my point here. Now, to help you further along, what I want to do now is share with you two things. Uh, number one, is I want to share with you what not to do in a recession with your multifamily investing. And secondly, I'm going to share with you the four rules of making sure your multifamily performs during a recession. Let's do that next. All right, let's start right here. What not to do with your multifamily during a recession if you want to perform. Here's what not to do. Number one is don't wait until it's over. Don't wait until the recession is over. I get a lot of those comments that, Pete, I'm not going to invest in commercial real estate and multifamily until the recession is over. That's a dumb idea. Here's why. Number one is predicting the start or the end of a recession is impossible. No one has been able to do it. You can't, I can't. Now, uh, predicting the start and end of a recession is not even important. And what's important is, in multifamily investing is to have a long game outlook, to have a long-term perspective on investing, a 10-year perspective on investing, not one or two years, not five years, 10-year outlook, have a long-term outlook on multifamily. That's when you create wealth and fortunes that can transform your life and your family's life forever. You have to give it 10 years. And then secondly, is to be a good operator. One of the most unsexiest things that we do with our students that many of our competitors don't do is after our students close a deal, we sit with them every month showing them how to create the cash flow, how to do the accounting, how to manage the property manager, how to attain all the skills of becoming a good operator from a money point of view, management point of view, marketing point of view, and maintenance point of view. No one else does that. We do that because we feel responsible for getting them and helping them in this deal. Here's a second thing I don't want you to do. I don't want you to wait until interest rates come down. That is so common. People tell me, Pete, I'm going to wait until interest rates come down and then I'll jump in. 
guess what? They'll never jump in. And they'll be old people by the time they jump in. So if you wait until the interest rates come down 1% or 2%, that's what you're waiting for, 1% or 2%, what you're missing out on is the existing cash flow you could have attained during that time that you waited. You probably will have waited two or three years. You're losing out on building equity on your property by paying down the mortgage, by raising the rent, you're creating your fortune that way, and by all the tax benefits. So you're losing out on all three while you're waiting for the interest rates to drop one to 2%. Is it worth waiting for this to happen and losing out on all three? By no means not worth it. These three things are greater than waiting on the interest rates to come down. The third thing I don't want you to do is number one, don't wait for multifamily prices to drop significantly. Excuse my language, but it ain't gonna happen, okay? It's not going to happen. Multifamily prices are not going to drop significantly. Since the pandemic, right, people have told me that, uh, Peter, I'm gonna wait, you know, this is during the pandemic. They decided not to invest in the pandemic because they're gonna wait for the pandemic to end. Well, it's ended. Now we have high inflation. We have a, a pending recession. They're still waiting. They're going to be old people by the time they jump in. By the time they jump in, prices will be high. Now, don't say, now I'm not going to say that prices in multifamily won't drop. It may drop a bit, but it's not going to drop 25%. Okay, it's not going to happen. And that's because of the demand that uh, is created in this market for multifamily with the limited supply that we have. I'm not talking single family homes. I'm talking multifamily. There's a saying I'm going to share with you, and it comes from... Uh, one, two, and three. What's common out of these three things? The, the commonality here is don't wait. Don't wait, don't wait, and don't wait. All right, let me share this with you. It is said that good things come from those who wait, but better things come from those who have patience, and the best things come from those who are persistent. Not waiting is about being persistent, staying in the game. Got it? So I'm gonna move on to the last piece. And the last piece here is, I wanna share with you the four rules I need to have in your multifamily investing to prosper and to perform in a recession. Let's go there next. All right, let's wrap it up here with the four rules for your multifamily performance during a recession. Really important. Rule number one is to have cash reserves. Doesn't that just make common sense when you're in a very volatile period in the economy to have money put to the side for rainy days. So it's a rainy day fund, just in case something happens, you have the money to pay for the mortgage or pay for repairs or you know another pandemic happens or whatever happens during a recession, something happens, you have the money put aside. Now, where do you start? How much? Well, with our students, we tell them, to start building from day one and your, your first benchmark, your first goal is to build up enough money where you have 5% of your gross rental income in another property account. That's called a property savings account. You start there, that's your first benchmark to get to, then you build from there. Ideally, it would be great if you would have six months okay, of mortgage payments for each property sitting in account for just in case, for rainy day money. Just makes sense to me. Number two is for your multifamily to perform during a recession is to get long-term debt. 
Okay, so you, you want to try to avoid having to refi during a volatile period. You know, what if we have an elongated recession where the, maybe the interest rate's moving higher for some reason and you have to refinance at 10-11%? Uh, that will have a dramatic impact on your cash flow. So instead, I would like for you to have a long-term commercial loan, a long-term multifamily loan that stays consistent so you can outlast the volatility. Also, the other benefit is it's a hedge against inflation, right? You have this long-term debt. No matter where inflation goes, you have this long-term debt that stays nice and steady. Again, just makes common sense to have long-term debt to help you perform during a recessionary period. Number three is to replace your property manager if their performance is poor. During a recession, not time to play games and be easy on the property manager. They are paid to do a job, and their job is to manage your property profitably and take care of it. So your property manager is not your friend. The reason why I say that is most beginners are too friendly with their property managers, and they let them get away with murder. Okay? Let them get away with too many things. Late on reports, not collecting income, not taking care of their property, not keeping up with evictions, right? All that means that your property will spiral down into a non-performing, negative cash flowing property during a recession. No room for that. Okay, no room for that. In fact, in, in our company, when our students close a deal, their first 12 months, 9 out of 10 of property managers don't make it. So they are fired. 9 out of 10 are fired in the first 12 months because the things I just cited. Number four is to know your property numbers like the back of your hand. I know I, I harp on this just a few minutes ago, but you have to know your numbers because no one cares more about your property than you do. Not your property manager, not your bookkeeper, not your accountant. No one cares more than you. You have to know your numbers. The margin for error is so small during a recessionary period because of the volatility. So you really have to know your numbers. As I mentioned before, we train our students on how to manage the money, manage the management, manage the marketing, and manage the maintenance of a property. Those four M's are like a four-legged stool. One of those starts to collapse, everything starts to fall down. So you really have to understand the numbers on the property like the back of your hand. Got it? All right, everyone. Hey, thank you for hanging out with me on, on this topic here, uh, multifamily performance in a recession. It's a really important topic because that's probably where we're headed.